Hi, I'm Adriana Gallinet, your embodiment and relationship coach. And this is my podcast. I spend most of my time reconnecting relationships, diving deep between the land of energy and helping those couples, you know, ignite that spark back in the bedroom. This podcast is for the universal spellbinding people who love a little woo-woo and the thunder of truth. You're listening to Love, Sex and Energy. Let's jump in. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to another episode of Love, Sex and Energy. I'm your host, Adriana Galinek, and today we're talking about open your heart to love. Ooh, open your heart to love. Now, does this mean with somebody else or possibly yourself? Heart love or your heart center is a very important part to your body obviously to keep us breathing keep us alive but also in the metaphysical world of love frequency and when our hearts love we are quite happy right you know when you meet that love of your life and you your heart's pumping it's jumping out of its skin and you get those little nervous butterflies in your stomach that's our heart frequency aligning to ourselves and that's energy pouring into your heart space giving you the thumbs up that you can sit in that frequency of love but in the same note our if we don't look after this frequency and not necessarily protect our hearts from getting hurt because you've heard me speak about surrendering your your heart but if we are closing ourselves off from feeling and connecting to that vibration we tend to start closing ourselves up now you yourself might go yeah okay how yeah sounding sounding a little familiar here's an example if you are hurt by somebody or something or there has been something that's happened to you we tend to block our hearts we end up putting some field around us that stops people from coming in or becoming too close now you might have heard your friends or yourself in the past or currently say no that's it once you've hurt me that's enough and that stops everything from becoming real right you're stopping yourself from feeling you're stopping yourself from connecting because you've made a choice that when somebody hurts you that you don't need to continue to breathe and you've made a conscious decision that if you keep people at arm's length and you are protecting your mind is saying i'm protecting myself so to protect myself we need to keep people away That's not actually surrendering yourself and looking after your heart center for loving who you are. Now, you might agree or you might disagree with me, and that's perfectly fine. But when we're talking in the land of woo and we're talking in a land of how do you move forward in a relationship when this person has hurt me so much? Well, I'm surrendering my heart center for me and I'm talking for myself is completely open. So I think of your heart as an onion layer and each time we peel back a layer of your heart and every time we peel back a layer of your heart, you're allowing your heart to love. You see, we can love things, we can love people, but surrendering your heart to feel the good and the bad is what creates a good balance in your frequency and when you're trusting frequency when you're trusting the energy that comes with love when you're surrendering to it it does hurt 
but it becomes almost like a balance, like a push that allows us to trust. It allows us to move forward. It allows us to be adventurous. It allows us to still love, but without blocking others away. And we think, and I have seen and experienced much so when I was younger, like I'm talking about my early teens when I was discovering why I have this energy and why I can read people so well, was that it was scary. It was scary to allow people in my circle. So I I cut a lot of people out because it felt safe. It felt safe because I didn't want anyone to have a piece of me, but I also didn't want to share a piece of me. So if you're sounding like that, whether you're in a relationship and you're almost like one foot in and one foot out, and you could be doing that with your current partner, you could be married for 15 years and over time built so much resentment that you've started blocking them out and it's just easier to keep them at an arm's length rather than going, well, this is actually what's happening. This is how I'm feeling. This is how I'm connecting. This is this is who I am. And, and seeing how people... I guess, or your partner can resonate with that because we're often scared to step into that zone of love and um, this is all of me and this is how I am. So when we're talking frequency level, when we're talking how frequency, and if you've worked with me before, you would know that I always say tapping into something that's made you happy in the past, like feeling amazing, that love, that excitement is where we feel that that's where our frequency starts buzzing from. It starts connecting. And when you have that buzz and that connection, you can pour that into everything that you do. Then your life starts aligning a little bit better. When we start suppressing how we feel in order to protect ourselves, well, the frequency is not very high. It's almost like you get what you get. And I think Tony Robbins says, where the energy goes, the energy flows, right? Where we put our energy in is what we're thinking. So if we're putting our energy in, it's okay, we don't have to, this is what I'm good at, why do I need to think outside the square, this is good, it's comfortable, I go to work, I know my routine. But what if, what if you changed your frequency, what if you put some conscious awareness as to how you're carrying yourself every day and the things that you do? What happens if you change your thought in the way you deliver your day-to-day routines? And what if all it took was something so simple like changing your routine? What if it was about, you know, opening up to new ideas or trying something different? Our brains are really good in protecting ourselves. Our brain is not out there to say, go and be adventurous, go and try something different, because that's not what our brains are there to tell us to do, right? So when we open your heart to love, opening your heart to love is not just the person that you're with or trying to open your heart to find love. It's about loving yourself. It's about loving who you are. It's allowing yourself to trust. And there's lots of us that don't even trust yourself. You know, if I trust myself, that means that I'm vulnerable. That means that I'm exposed. That's pretty scary, right? But what happens if that's all that it is? And you're stopping yourself from living in this best frequency of energy and love based on fear. 
Now, fear stops us from doing many things, right? So fear stops us from jumping off buildings, you know, when we bungee jumping. No, I don't want to do stuff like that. There's so many different things. No, I'm not going to do this. No, 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 no. Eventually, you're leaving nothing other than becoming robots. But what if you just said, I'm going to go on that holiday and I'm going by myself, How scary, right? We don't know where we're going. We've never seen it before. But imagine the frequency of trust within yourself that you've got this. Now, I'll tell you a story about me and these trusting trusting issues. And, you know, when I was younger, I had didn't trust anybody. I was almost like pinpointed by my family members just to make fun of me for being in. Um, they broke my confidence of who I was as a person. And I allowed them to do that. So I was, I'm fully responsible for allowing them to do that, but I didn't at that time have a voice working out what I know, reading them exactly what they're thinking and feeling versus what they're saying. So that was, that was intense. So if we fast forward down to doing something crazy and ambitious and jumping through those barriers in the hoops, and I like to say I was extremely supported, that I decided that I was going on a trip to Egypt. And this was unified trip for me. And if you understand numbers and frequencies and energy, I went there for the 11-11 and I was there 11-11-11 at the Pyramid of Giza. And it was just phenomenal. And I traveled for three weeks. And I'm just going to add that I had three young children. I think my youngest was six months old. And I went by myself with a, with a uh, group of like-minded women, um, which were amazing. So um, the company was called Atlantis Rising. They're absolutely phenomenal. If you want to go and travel with them, they're great. And we went there and we experienced some more tapping into frequency. And when you go into surrendering and opening yourself to love, to who you possibly are, all that you are is all that it is. It makes you wonder that I can separate myself to know that, yes, my children need me, but I am I am who I am, right? And that was scary because just imagine growing up in a European family where they're like, your role is to be at home and wash dishes and cook and clean and be there for your kids. Not one of them stepped outside the circle to see what life is, you know. Not one of them would dare do something as crazy as that. Though they never said anything to me, I know what their thoughts were, but it was up to me to change that thought and to give myself permission to actually do that and to travel and open up my heart to love, to love who I am because I deserve it. I deserve to do things that I love. I'm not just a baby making machine for those tuning in. I do have six children. And at that time I I was, you know, I had my third baby and he was six months old and to go, you know what? I need to do this for myself. It makes no sense to anybody else. My partner at the time supported that. Go, do it. And I'm glad that I did because it opened up my heart, my frequency. The pain that I was leaving my children was, oh, it was so real. And which made it even more frustrating was during that time of 11-11, they were having their big political outbursts, right? So imagine being in the center square and having no communication to home because my phone wasn't working. So my partner didn't know whether or not I was okay. And I had to go, you know, one of those old school internet cafes, 
back in the days like I was I was like literally tapping I hope you get my email I'm perfectly safe uh, the rights that you see in in the square is not as bad as what it actually is and you know it wasn't as crazy as what the television um, was making it so imagine the fear of oh my gosh I'm in another country and you know going through all these life experiences where I almost got traded for I think it was a hundred and 20,000 camels no joke Um, they were scared that I was going to get taken so everything had to be clear checkpoints at every time I had to have my hair covered I was blonde I am blonde bright blue eyes they love that so because it's different to them and once I got people around me and noticed that because I did have my head covered I was covered from head to toe being very respectful um, tried to keep my head down as much as I could where I could And that was still enough to grab attention where my guide had to come and pull me out from there was so many men started to circle that I managed to escape with him and, you know, um, run, literally run. And a horse and carriage taking us to the next spot, which was our boat, a boat because we're cruising down the Nile at that point. So this fear of here I am trying to open up my heart to try new experiences still whilst having responsibility with my family and children. And then that split moment, it was, I surrendered. It was like, okay, this is what it is. This is what I've chosen to be, but I'm living my life to my absolute full capacity. And, you know, I just knew I was going to be safe. I, I never once worried that I was never coming back or anything like that. That's just, you know, as, as the years go on, the story, you know, either grows or that feeling didn't bother me. But I'm sure at that time I was having heart palpitations. So when I, I remember getting on the boat and I went straight to my room, but I didn't check in, didn't do a double check. And my guide, Carmel, came knocking on the door. She said, are you there? Are you there? And I'm like, yeah, I'm here. She goes, yeah, but you didn't tap in because we, th- we were having head counts and we couldn't find you. But I was safe in my room the whole time going, trying to understand what the heck was happening. So, you know, opening your heart to love is to drop and surrender. We can't control everything. We can't, if we control things that we do, we stop ourselves from living and feeling and connecting. And that feeling of being able to jump on a plane by myself, meet people up that I've never met before and and meet at the Cairo airport, which was crazy and busy, but so exhilarating. I was so proud of myself. My parents kind of confided me. Like I never even caught a bus. I was 18, was not allowed to do anything. And now I'm jumping on planes to go to Egypt, which is (laughs) crazy, but exhilarating. I opened my heart to trust. And that frequency of that happiness, that buzz inside of you is the frequency that you need to open up with the things that you do. So if you are, you know, going, oh, I don't like that person or you shun away from people. And I'm not saying that you need to be friends with everybody, but don't close yourself up from love, especially loving yourself, because it stops you from doing amazing things. Because we get so comfortable. We get so comfortable that why should we? It's exhausting just thinking about, you know, doing something adventurous. And it doesn't have to be to that extreme. It could be going away by yourself. And if you don't do it, it's just amazing. I do this 
twice a year I do go by myself not with friends where I hire myself an Airbnb and I just sit there and I create and I meditate and I heal and it's just a wonderful feeling that I can do that because I choose to and if you are in a relationship where your partner can't see that encourage them to come without the kids encourage them to do something for themselves but remember you're not responsible for their happiness only you are responsible for your happiness and when you start feeling that you are aligning to yourself your frequency starts vibrating and your heart starts expanding not retracting and when we retract that means that we don't grow we don't feel we don't experience we don't um, initiate amazing things and when you open you're allowing the good to come with the bad you're allowing yourself to live you're allowing yourself to connect because your heart is the highest frequency your heart is the center of everything and if we're talking we obviously love is your you know one frequency but we've got enlightenment which is the highest light of frequency but we can't go through these stages of enlightenment if we're not surrendering to our hearts if we're not surrendering to connect and in my awaken course being an embodiment coach it really teaches you how to embody these frequencies it teaches you how to let go and go into your past and make peace with it you know make peace with it love who you are learn how to communicate again and if you're lacking things like that if you don't know where to start reach out i also have a free group where you can go in there and have a look dm me say hey i want to know a little bit more about this because when we have this opportunity or when you have this awakening moment in your mind where you're like oh something has to change and I just don't know what it is I don't know how to do it and I can't go from A to Z let's try A to B what is the next step and when people you know I teach so many different tools in my program that it's not a one-stop shop so for example if we're doing vision boards and you gone through the stage not that they don't work if you've gone through the stage okay I've done that what's next you know um, you might do and for those who don't know what vision boards are it's connecting into what is it that you want like the law of attraction what is it that you actually want to create to envision to be but for those who create if you don't embody the frequency or what that means, then they're just things. And when we're journaling, and I tell my beautiful group about journaling and, and writing, they need to come from a frequency of love. They need to come from a frequency that you understand, that you feel, that embodies you. Embodiment is about connection it's about shifting the vibration in your body it's almost like the stepping stones to get to the higher level and that's what I teach I teach you to get started to get yourself moving in that frequency of what it actually is how to start that what does that look like for you what does clearing your energy mean I might add that one into my next <laughs> my next lesson so hopefully that resonated with you. Please reach out, say hi, you know, send me a DM. Um, if you want to know more or learn about something different specifically, reach out onto my socials and I'm happy to reach out and respond. Okay. 
Till next time, thank you. Bye. And that's it for another episode of Love, Sex and Energy. Connect on all socials at Adriana Galinick. Hit the follow button, share with friends, and if you have some time, write a review. As they say, the energy flows in universal ways, so always remember to shine bright. Till next time, see ya.